the style. Joe likes his well done with ketchup because that, that, that's what Batman likes. That doesn't surprise me at all that Joe would like well done. Steak. When I when I when I with ketchup with ketchup because that's what Batman likes from uh, Kingdom Come when they're all eating at the. Uh, at that know, point, it's theme. just a burger. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it, when I ask him, if I were to, it, his ideal or burger, meatloaf, <laughs> his ideal burger, it needs to be indistinguishable from the charcoal briquettes that are put in the grill in the first place. That none of that surprises me with Joe. He like, co- he cooked the other day for the first time in probably over a year. He made spaghetti. Um, by making spaghetti, all I did was boil the noodles. His wife made the made the sauce, but he can't eat tomatoes except with ketchup, apparently. Um, so he just had a bowl of plain noodles, like a psychopath. <laughs> I know why you hang out with Joe. By <laughs> the a, way, it's a spectacle. No, every no, time. no, no. It's the same reason I hang out with Dave. You're the pretty girl. I, I'm I'm fat. I eat a lot, but he's fatter and eats more. So it by comparison, it's like, well, I mean, I could be. Like the designated ugly fat friend sort of thing. Kind no, of. I, I I enjoy Joe's company because he has worse opinions than you, which is he's hard to like come George by. George Costanza. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld kind of. hung out with George Although Costanza. Although we do have just... a guy that like literally, oh hey that guy, and it'd be like George Costanza, totally looks like him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I used to work Ooh. with a guy like that too, who literally had the big puffy jacket too. Ah. Hi, this is Barry Kitson. I'm currently the artist on Doctor Strange for Marvel Comics and working on the Liberty Brigade. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. I am joined by Jimmy Kimmel, Almost Live, and um, McDonald's Josh today. They don't sponsor Mc- me, so... Uh, uh, oh, Nuggets Josh? Nuggets, that's fine. Nuggets Josh? Joshy Nugs. Nuggets of, of Joshy wisdom. Nugs? Nuggets of Is wisdom. Is that your hip-hop name? Josh, Joshy Nugs? Sure. <laughs> Check out. I'll, I'll drop a link to my my SoundCloud. Yes. We are, we are absent of the Triple P Princess. And um, for whatever reason, I guess he just we couldn't get him away from eating. He uh, couldn't get his head up for down down in the I, I, I plate, something like that. All right, and we were going to try to review some comic books and have a. Uh, I think we have a. Uh, I think everybody has a little rough decision this week on a pick of the week, right? Everybody no. said no. Mine, mine was pretty easy. Was yours was. Clear and easy. I know you said you were like oh, not know. really, not really. Okay, all right. Mine and yeah. mine and his are very predictable. I see. I guess mine's possibly predictable. Yours is always pretty much up in the air because uh, there are some days you are are kind of it you're matter. kind of all there, if and there, there's other days where you're not, and it's there, like there who are knows weeks what it's that if be. Hulk shows up in a book, that's your pick of the week. Then there's other weeks where it's like. Here's this random obscure comic that I got a preview of. This is my pick of the week. 
I really liked Slaughterhouse Five last week. It was a delight and a joy to read. I a joy to read. I, I sold told some friends about it, and they they immediately went to their local comic stores and, and bought it. And uh, actually sold a couple of shows because you know, like you know they're like, hey, is that yeah? I was like, how? It? I said it's fantastic. It's why we read comics because it it actually brought more to it and reminded me how much I really liked that book when I read it. I mean, it's. It's aliens and time travel. What's not to like? Right. But that was right. last week's list. That was last, last week's. Um, so we uh, we have a pile of books. I'm going. I'm almost. I'm all mixed up because I'm already on next week's books. I've read a bunch of those. So well, you done goofed then? Uh, uh, what I week done is goofed? this then? Huh? What week is this? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> Wait, so we're on a, so twenty second, twenty third, twenty third. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you know, so we're going to start for, off with For as much as you hate DC, they have done something. They, <laughs> Made they, me order a lot of fucking copies no, of a No, there's a now two comic thing. days, so you can take a shot, and you have a increased chance of actually getting it right. I have a, I have a, uh, my odds are, be- are, are, are up. Um, all right, but we're going to start off with Marvel, as we always do, and we're going to start off with what we usually start off with a lot of times, a Spider-Man book. Not the Amazing Spider-Man, something a little bit less than the Amazing Spider-Man, but less Spider-Man. That I think everyone yeah, do. the JJ and Henry Abrams fucking book that finally <laughs> took what a who, year and a half. Who, Abrams, who, who? Abrams. Are you are you uh, channeling Abrams. your inner Dave right now by just fucking up? Somebody's got to. Got it. Somebody has to. You you need some comedic element here. Oh shit! This, the, I, the, I really am because somebody just text messaged me. It's. Verizon, I'm almost out of data. Huh? <laughs> that was the most old man thing you've done. I, oh my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. How the fuck am that I out of the data? Most, the most, like, it explains exactly what you need to know. You're almost out of data. Huh? What is that? What <laughs> that, am I supposed to infer from this? That reminds me of the new Geico commercials where they take, like, the people that are becoming their parents. I think it's Geico. And they're like, should you be talking in the speakerphone in the store? <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I have a good story about old people doing old people things later, but I'll tell I'll tell during meteor. Zane did a thing the other day, and he was like, "Why?" And I said, "You realize you now just finally turned into that old guy." He goes, "I know. Get off my lawn." Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Spider Man Part Four, which took like, got it. Feels like a year or almost a year and since part, the last one came and part out. Part Five's delayed, I believe. How? <laughs> By the grace don't. of God, clearly. I just don't. I will say this. You this know, has been a so-so to miserable series. This one is the best one out of the lot. It was okay. At least some action and no, things happened. This was fucking awful. It wasn't that awful. Do you know, I looked back because I have all my lists I keep in a ongoing spreadsheet. That way I can look back at the books at the end of the year. This is a slam dunk for the slap end <laughs> like there's ones i'm like oh that was bad but i just like the whole way through this i'm like it's like i'm reading a fucking slot spider-man book again it is that fucking bad so but anyway josh you have anything yeah i do uh let's do um let's do daredevil 22 all right so hi i'm josh th- hi, hi josh. josh um this is so, great, but yeah, the no front's surprise. like Cerebus. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's Iron an... Cerebus. <laughs> oh, it's Iron Daredevil because it's got the horns. 
Yeah, but those horns are a little off-putting. I mean, even his costume don't they, they? There's no horns like that on his costume. No, but we haven't seen his Iron Man costume yet, and it kind of implies that we're going to be getting one. It does at the end. Yes. Um, but uh, what? Once again, slots whole Iron Man. Not even. Kind of. Oh, I love it. Like, I love like it. Like it never happened. There was one book I read this week where it did actually mention the nonsense that went on in that Iron Man event. Um, I think it was. I think it may have been Immortal Hulk or, or uh, Immortal She Hulk, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but Daredevil goes to Iron Man and says, "Listen, you need to do more than just fly your suit around and, and do shit. I need you to buy up all of the real estate in Hell's Kitchen that the Stromwoods want to buy." And then I need you to rent it to the people of Hell's Kitchen for next to nothing. And, and then lose you just, He goes, and then you, you want just, me to lose money on this? He's like, yeah. And, he, and basically, this is a good argument for like heroes like you know Tony Stark or or Bruce Wayne, where they have billions of dollars at their expense, and rather than actually putting it towards you know helping their community, they just use it to kind of scare the shit out of people or just live this sort of playboy lifestyle, even in 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 the superhero world. So, um. I don't know that he's fully convinced, Tony. I, I doubt we're going to see that happen. But uh, he did talk about giving Daredevil some upgrades to his suit, um, Iron Man style, so we'll probably get that. Um, and then uh, the big reveal at the end is that uh, Foggy, I, and Foggy and Matt are getting help on their case from... Uh, Foggy calls her, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, from his, uh, his ex, uh, Kirsten McDuffie, so... I was kind. Of, I was kind of hoping for a Jen Walters reveal right there. Me too. Like, like I'm like. like oh. It seemed like that's the way it was gonna go. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this might be kind of cool, you know? Because didn't she sort of do that for a little bit? Wasn't she like a yeah. lawyer for the heroes? I'm pretty sure. No, this was very good. Um, yeah, and um, the art wasn't too terrible, but it wasn't bad. But it wasn't a jarring change like no. we, we've yeah. been getting. Um, still, uh, this this series this year is is up for contention for for an award. I oh, think absolutely. in the rehabies. So I think it's been the most consistent one of them. Sure. One of them, at least it's that, it's in the running for sure. Sure, that ice cream man. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Venom twenty eight. Venom Beyond Part Three. Uh, th- this was excellent. Um. We get is this. We get the reveals. Yeah, so we get okay. who the underground symbiotes are. Um, one of them being Deadpool, um, which he's hilarious because he has all of his Deadpool powers on top of being a symbiote. Um, who else is with them? Um, it's um, well, it says Peter Parker. Yep. Uh, Cletus and uh, Andy. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, team's great, but uh, we find out in this universe, uh, Eddie killed himself uh, at the church. He didn't get the Venom symbiote. Right. He actually pulled the trigger, which uh, was kind of jarring because I kind of thought the reveal was going to be he was the big bad in this universe. Codex. Um, but more on that later in the book. Um, we find out who Virus is, and it is someone that. Venom kind of fucked over recently, and that's uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. So um, he's all juiced up. 
And then the big reveal at the end is Codex is um, is Dylan from is that Dylan world. from that world, mm-hmm. which was a pretty cool reveal. Yep, and of course, Codex is looking for Dylan that has popped in to and, their world, and he knows that Eddie's in this world. So yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, pick of the week. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I mean, that was the first book I read. I'm like, yeah, nothing's gonna beat that. Well, it had Deadpool in it, so it's an obvious Jimmy pick. <laughs> and Donny Cates. Wait till next week, Josh. You know who? Did, you know what book Donny Cates has writing in next week? <laughs> next week we got three days away from the next podcast, so I don't have to wait very long. <laughs> Fantastic Four. <laughs> a backup story. It's yeah, that's what they have to do to sell a Fantastic Four book is put what Donny Cates about? on it. <laughs> we had an amazing Fantastic Four book this week. We do. And it was Fantastic Four Antithesis, Antithesis number, number two. two. This was fucking excellent. This was just as good as the first one. Yes. This, I, this, I, this was I, amazing. Why is it every Fantastic Four book that isn't the main Fantastic Four book just gets it? Like, they get what the Fantastic Four is. I don't know, but, I mean, the Neil like, Adams artwork in this has oh been some gosh. of the best like, stuff I... Th- I, I Dan Slott is what he is. Well, who's, but, who's the R inker for him? Mark Farmer? Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's that's what's working. Dan Slott is what he is, but you'd think he's a smart guy. I mean, how can he not look at like every other Fantastic Four like thing that comes out? Like, oh, this is kind of what the Fantastic well, Four is supposed to be. But it's, it's a lot clear clearer that, now that this is not current and part, no. part with uh, that, and Civil that's Surfer part of the reason why. Black, but I mean, yeah. Dan Slott likes to change the status quo of the books that he's writing by making them shittier. <laughs> so it's I don't think yeah. that he's I don't. I mean, this is a book that you could insert into like, you know, a, a time gone by, and you wouldn't even be able to tell. I mean, it's written by Mark a seasoned Wade. writer. It's drawn by a seasoned, you well, know, artist. A legend. Yes. Yeah. So like, you could say this book came out, you know, twenty five years ago, and or even even longer than that, and it'd be like, yeah, of course, it's classic Fantastic Four, and that's what I love about it. It's 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 this is came out. You know, less than a week ago, and it's already timeless. Mm-hmm. So, and and honestly, you can change the status quo and still get the feel of what the Fantastic Four is. Sure, you just have to understand how it works. I mean, they understood what the what the Fantastic Four is in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that's the Fantastic yeah. Four. Well, the thing is, I don't get how Dan Slott doesn't see like why the draw is to like. Spider-Man, it's like the straw to Spider-Man is he's the everyday man. Like, he has those everyday problems. But he took the Amazing Spider-Man. He's like, oh, now he's uh, another he's, billionaire. He's and Tony Stark Jr., yeah. He's an inventor. It's like you, you've now lost the point of why yeah, I think, he, I think he tends to, like, look for what has this hero never done before? And rather than it having to make sense, he just does it anyway. Um, or or in, in key with the character. Yeah. Um. So, Juggernaut. We get to talk about an X book. This was pleasant surprise. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed I, I'll this. I'll probably keep reading this a little bit. And uh, the Ron Garney art, I think, art was okay. It was very for this. It's it's rough. It was very image or indie. Yeah, it didn't feel like a Marvel book. Yeah, um, and that's okay. But but it I worked. think that's what makes this. Because it separates itself from kind of X Men stuff, like, like 
it doesn't look like the other Xbox right now. No. Which I think was kind of okay. And it's like, hey, Which if I'm fine. not really in it's there and I just want to read a Juggernaut list. story or something else. Well, he talks about Krakoa on here, doesn't he? Yeah, but he again, try it's, to get it's the, not like it's not like you have a paragraph that's all yeah, you know, he tries to get all that white girl. with black text and it's just a paragraph of just platitudes and nonsense from, from Hickman. Um because we got plenty of that this week uh, in another book, but uh, this was good. I mean, it's. I don't know when it's well, going to run its course, but the whole bad guy turning a new leaf sort of miniseries that a lot of characters are getting. So far, it hasn't run its course yet, and I, I've been really much enjoying them. But I hope that they don't run it into the ground at well, some point. Well, the thing about this is now, if I'm not mistaken, Juggernaut isn't a mutant. I don't think he does so. not have the X gene. He gets All, the power, power from, from the, the gem the crystal, of Ciderac. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Is he still Charles' yeah, brother? Yeah, he's still Charles' half-brother. Yeah. But I don't think he has the X gene. I didn't think he did either. But then they say that he was taken back to Krakoa. That's what kind of confused me. So, I don't know. Maybe because he's Dave would family. be able to answer this. This is one of those questions that only yeah. Dave can answer. I don't even think Dave can. Your, pre- like, your presence is missed, Dave, if you're going to listen to this. He, it is felt. It is, it is definitely felt. It. And now on to our Gamma portion of the Marvel reviews. Immortal She-Hulk, number one. And this was Ewing, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. This was incredible in some parts. A lot of it was, was good. There's some parts. With the, the, with the sit- I, I don't know. You said you liked all the, the Green Door stuff. I like the sit downs with like Wolverine and with Thor and um, Oh that that was that was good, but um what this is, this is okay, she Hulk, she has a TV show coming up. She's probably I think she's rumored to have a new ongoing series soon. Hmm. This is Well want, and want, if what, they follow this It's like what is what what is She Hulk? You run through Everything of her history. It's a hundred percent. It's yeah. Cliff Notes of her history. Yes. Uh, it, 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 I I mean Cliff Notes of her dying, sure, but there's a lot of this is is the Al Ewing Green Door stuff. Yes. We, I don't with, know. We haven't this barely even touched on like her being a lawyer and stuff like that and dealing barely, with barely, but it's each time she does she's died. Yes, and explained yeah. why yeah. I wouldn't say this by the leader. I wouldn't say that this is Cliff Notes on on Jennifer Walters. Yeah, but get you caught up where she is now as a character. In the last when five was the, or six years, yeah, sure. When was the last time she was a lawyer? Um, Burn? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So. Oh, no, I think she might. I, they might have been doing some well, of that in the What was that series that ended run? right when we started doing the podcast? Wasn't there oh, a, 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 a She-Hulk Hulk Hulk. book? Yeah, but it was called Hulk because she was technically Hulk because Banner yeah. Bruce right, because Banner was, was still dead. dead. Yeah. Wasn't she a lawyer in that a little bit? Or no, not at all. Because uh, I wasn't I think it. she went more savage me. on yeah. that. And that okay. was, she she went back savage. to being savage. So. so, yeah, this is kind of a catch-up for the last, like, three years. And apparently she died in the whole Empire thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I mean, there were, there were some good parts. I liked, I, again, I liked the sit-downs where she talks to Wolverine and she's like, look, you've died, I've died. What is it supposed to mean? And he's like, "Look, you're you just need to take it at face value. It's just a healing factor. You died and you got better. That's it." And she even starts asking about how, like, because they they sort of kill a guy in the beginning, one of the one of the bad mutants. I forget what his name was, um, but uh, 
he's like, don't worry about it. We have a way to, to heal him. I like how they just kind of, they kind of gave him the slot, they gave Hickman the slot treatment a little bit. Like, don't worry about it. It doesn't fucking matter. Let's just move on with this book. Well, um, I, I don't like Wolverine's take on it because it's not like he is, he's like, well, he's, this is, I mean, again, this isn't even the original Wolverine. None yeah, of them are original it, at this it's point. His, it's not like he's coming back. Like, he's not, he's not being reincarnated. He is right. literally, right. It's literally a new body just downloading the memories. Right. So him and his comparison to what Jen's going through is completely different. I don't think he realizes that, but still, I thought that was a good talk. And then when she talks to Thor, um, and 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 she's like, look, and Thor says, look, this is a heavy subject. Are you sure you don't want to like change back to Jen so you can talk about this? And she's like, no, I'm I'm She-Hulk because it's a heavy subject and Hulks handle heavy things or something like that. I thought that was really good. I, I like that a lot. I was like, well, I, why isn't anyone that's ever written Hulk said something like that before? Because it seems kind of a, a no-brainer. But um, Well, and the thing is, is when she's talking, she kind of talks like Savage Hulk a little. A little, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Not Hulk, completely, Thor says, but look, I mean, even things that are immortal and even things that are forever don't last well, yeah, you know, forever. He, he taught, and they touch upon him killing Galactus. Yeah, because he's so. like, look, Galactus, you know, for all intents and purposes, um, was immortal. And then I killed him. So... You know, and then evidently she gets killed in Empire. Yeah, who cares? And then but when she, she comes back, there's the leader. <laughs> yeah, when she. But I, I guess fuck. I guess this place is not hell. It's below hell. It's the the below place or whatever the they below, want to call it. Below all, or the, yeah, the place below all, whatever you want to call it. And and you know, leader ends up telling her like, "Look, I'm going to tell you a bunch of shit, but you're not going to remember any of it," and she doesn't. But but, um, but starts, he says but he reveals it, that you guys only come back because I let you come back. You guys have keys, but I can I can change the locks. locks. So right. So so if they start up a new series where now if she dies, it stays permanent, and she knows that. Well, I don't that think puts she, I don't a new. Think she does know that she kind of has like an inception sort of thing in her head that's telling her like. Don't die again. Don't die again. Even though she just talked to a few people that are like, look, dying's part of the job. I mean, don't count on coming back, but while you while you you are coming back, just you know, keep doing the work, sort of thing. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, but this, this was really great. good. This was yeah. really good. Yeah. A great, great variant cover by a friend of the podcast, Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was stupendous. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. All right, so now to Maestro number two, written by Peter David. Also known as Paul's Pick of the Week. This is my Pick of the Week. This was fucking <laughs> excellent. Listen. This, Look, this was, fucking, could, this was really good. Li- literally, oh. it could have been this cover that said Maestro, Peter David, and the inside could have been completely blank, <laughs> and it still would have been your Pick of the Week. It's, it's a possibility, yeah. Did yeah. you guys see the Maestro reveal? coming i had no idea who it was going to be i was like i was going through my head like who could it be and then when like, it was real that it was hercules i was yeah. like At the okay end, yeah that was that was a good that was a i nice, guess that makes that sense nice but I, I did twist. not see any of that coming because like, I, I like it clue. he's like well who's this who's this maestro character and everything and and you know oh he's he's a god <laughs> yeah yeah i mean looking yeah, back it is. seems kind of obvious but uh um I like I love um, this discovery of what he's finding out what's happened after the the fallout. It reminds me a lot of um and it's a show I just restarted binging because I haven't watched it in a few years. 
it reminds me a lot of uh, Jericho. I don't remember if you remember the series. It was on CB- I, yeah. CBS um, for a year, and then uh, CW. What's his name's in it um, from Walking Dead? Um, yeah, Morgan. Uh, anyway, but the premise of that is the U.S. got attacked with nuclear weapons and all these cities, and you're finding out more and more each episode about the, fu- the fallout I, from it, and this has that kind of feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Did you read the backup story? Yes, with Rick Who, Jones. Was it Rick Jones? Isn't it? Wait. No, the little girl that picks up Thor's hammer? Oh. Yeah, no, that's all new. Or shit. Well, this is this is the so who's the guy that's in the the wheel the floating wheelchair? Is that Rick Jones? That's Rick Jones. Oh, is it? He's the guy that's collecting everything? Wait, come on. This Uh, guy. Yeah, that's Rick Jones. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. His granddaughter or whoever the, the Mohawk girl is when she was younger, she finds Cap's shield, and she finds Mjolnir and is able to lift it, apparently. Right. Oh, yeah, this is the one done... Oh, yeah, this is the art done by uh, Dale Keown. Yeah, and she's able to pick it up. Yep. Yeah, because the other girl says, oh, it's really heavy, it won't budge. But I don't know that we're ever going to see her. I mean, she might use it. I don't know if it's a breadcrumb or whatever, but she basically hasn't touched it since because Rick Jones is like, don't don't fucking touch that. Put it down. And then he questions, like, oh, apparently she's worthy now or something like that, so... Mm -hmm. This is good. This is really. I, it definitely is pick of the week worthy. I, I I'm intrigued on this is. I will give it this. This is where I'm most intrigued on where this series is going because you know where the end game is. Future imperfect. Yeah. And so, where how does it fill in those gaps? That's why it has me intrigued on this. And this is a five parter, right? Yes. yes. And I, I'm surprised. Like I didn't think this needed to be done, but boy, it's. I mean, it's it, still. It's a new wrinkle in it. Yeah. Like, it's not cheapening the original either. So, I mean, they're doing no, a good job. No, not at all. And it, it's, I just I just hope they don't do the the whole let's try to redeem the maestro as a as a good guy. Like, no. I, 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 no, I think we're going to. Well, I think we're going to start reason. seeing him turn. Well, yeah. I mean, we kind of got hints of that in this one where he's kind of seeing. Well, he's, what, he's, he's like definitely all these, frustrated like, with humanity. Humanity deserved this for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got bits. Yeah, of I don't. Of I don't one. want it like, oh, you know, Hercules was killed by someone, and now I'm fighting for my fallen friend. Like they tried to do for the governor in the TV show, where they tried to make him. Oh yeah, well, you're talking from, you're comparing a bad writer to a good writer. So I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I trust Peter David. I hope. They yeah. Don't do so that, do I. But and I don't think they will. But okay. Although I don't uh, often trust people with with two first names, but I trust Peter David. Um, is this the last one for Marvel? Does somebody have else have anything else? Okay. Did you? Well, there was. Doctor did Doom? you read Ten of Swords, number one of twenty two? X of Swords. I almost good. Did good. Th- but it's a good thing you didn't because it was trash. Oh, and because uh, I was, I was thinking about would be possibly here. getting caught up on it. You read Powers of Ten, and yeah, was about, so I read it was all, all the bad parts of Powers of Ten and the future shit. Well, see, I started and I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know if I can do this." It is not. It's all nonsense. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know who it's for. I I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I had no idea who even any of these. Like, there's a character in there called Saturnine, who looks exactly like Emma Frost, but it's not Emma Frost. I don't know where she is. Some maybe in the future, maybe on another planet. I can't tell. And then there's like a tarot card reading. In the middle of it, 
where they, they, they place these cards down that retell the events that you just read about? I, I, I don't know. I don't understand the point. <laughs> and it's one of 22. This was like 60 pages. Yeah, and pages. it's running through. Oh, it was huge. Yeah. And it's running through all of the X-Books because this week, well, in the next week, it's going into X-Factor. That's part two. So I guess I don't know if they're doing more than one part in a week. Th- this is actually or... the, that actually that book is actually the reason Dave's not here yet because he hasn't finished reading it yet because it was so goddamn long and boring that he get halfway through a page, fall asleep, get through another panel, probably fall asleep again. I mean, it it was awful. Art well, was you're okay. forgetting you would have to eat between a few of those panels. Also, it is Dave. He's got to keep his energy up. Well, <laughs> he can multitask, can't he? <laughs> You haven't seen him eat. He's very focused when he's <laughs> okay, eating. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Um, all right, so Dr. Doom, number seven. Um, he ends up in northern Latveria and finds the loyalists, the Von Doom loyalists, including uh, the champion of Latveria, uh, Victorious, or Zorro. And... Um, so he has them follow them. He goes, he's riding on a bear when he finds them. That's pretty cool. That's the I love cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> literally a tracing of the I love cocaine bear. Um, That's good and shit. Uh, so Doom's got this fucking armor with, like, it's the opposite of the Iron Man Daredevil thing <laughs> like it's, f- it's it's like weird uh, he's got like tusks yeah like it's it's fucked up that part's really fucked up but then um he's taking everybody else down and at the end i forget what the fuck happens he oh he's trying to see who's loyal and then uh, the kid's I guess there's kids in there too, and they start carving up their face because they're loyal, and he gets a little freaked right. out by it. But uh, it was still still good. Art was amazing in it. And uh, now we're on to DC. I don't have much. I have a bunch. Okay. I have a pretty healthy pile. Batman Beyond 47. Um, so this was good. This was the conclusion of the uh, the whole Ice Age threat. Um, they're in space. They're able to uh, subdue the League of Assassins, and they pretty much take out Zero, and they pretty much take all the satellites offline, uh, which again warms the, which drops the barrier around Earth. City warms back up. Zero is kind of just floating around. All the life systems are still operational on the ship that he was on, but it can't operate so. He's kind of just floating out into nothingness. And at the end, Bruce kind of talks to uh, Damien, again, kind of like you were talking about. Listen, you have all the resources of the League of Assassins. I have all this money. Why don't we actually combine and try to make the world a better place? Uh, So that was good. Um, Three more issues, I believe, left in this run. Again, if you like the Batman Beyond character. Is this is this one that's getting canceled, too? Yeah, 50 is the last one. Uh, Are they canceling a lot of them at 50, or... I think oh, I think the last it almost feels like is it, which I mean was that when they were going to play because it's about you know I think they're 52 gearing up for went a, to 52 for a soft reboot yeah not yeah. as not as 
not as much as like Rebirth didn't or really reboot anything, but even less than that. Well, but... I, th- I thought about this. Have we seen like a like Terry's parents in regular the regular DC universe yet? Because again, this is supposed to be twenty years after right. Bruce hangs it up. Um, is when the series well eighteen years after he hangs it up, I believe. So I think that would be a cool kind of let's introduce like the McGinnises like as Terry's just being born or something like that as just a nod that he belongs in this universe. Um, eventually, I'd like. I don't think he does belong in in the main continuity universe though. He's 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 in a different universe of the future in the same way that like. Uh, uh, oh shit! I the big reveal at the end. Uh, Booster Gold shows up. The last three issues are going to oh, be Booster weird. Gold, and he's like, "I've never been to this time stream." Okay, before. well that makes. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's a parallel time stream yeah. set on the same Earth, sort of thing. But in the same way that, like, why the Last Man is a yeah. different sort of future, because there's multiple futures in the DC universe yeah. where there's you know Legion of Superheroes, Batman Beyond, Why but the again, Last even, Man. Even having that nod, that like, yeah. because oh, the McGinnises, regardless of it, they exist, and Terry will exist. It's right. Just, whether or not he becomes uh, Batman. Uh, Batman, Superman, number 12. I forgot this was a thing. We got a, a, a cool team up between... Uh, Batman, Batman and Superman. And Superman. Between... Uh, <laughs> between Paul S- hates it. Steel and Batwoman. They arrive after a distress beacon goes off of the Batcave and, and everything in the Batcave is just fucking wrecked. And they're like, what the fuck can do this? Uh, it's revealed that um, at some point... Uh, the city of Candor sent off a di- or was opened, I guess, in some other book. And uh, when it was opened, it, it sent out a distress signal for when Brainiac Brainiac attacks. And apparently, this distress signal corrupted the Batcave computer to then broadcast this signal and wake up Brainiac. And all the technology in the Batcave went nuts and attacked them. And Superman's like. Bruce, I need to destroy literally everything in your cave, otherwise it's going to kill you. And he's like, that's fine, I can build another one. And the cave's ready to self-destruct. Bruce is fighting off the, you know, Batwing and, and the Batmobile and stuff, and, and Bruce is swimming into the, the depths of the cave, and apparently he has a mother box hooked up to his uh, to his computer, which they don't really mention it, but it's, it's clearly a mother box from the art. But anyway, they end up having to deal with uh, Brainiac, who is building an army on the dark side of the moon and then steel and bad woman have to go save them or something like that. So it, it wasn't bad. Um, is it going to be forgettable? Sure. But are we going to get more kind of like Superman family and Batman family sort of team ups in this where we have Batwoman and steel? Sure. That'd be fun. I'm, I'm okay with that. And again, the art's still fucking amazing in this book. So, um, it's okay. Just like the rest of the series. Okay, Jimmy. Shazam, fifteen. Shazam. It's Gomer Pyle. Honestly, I forget what happens in this book. He um, he's like, fighting a giant robot and oh. then is late for class. And when he gets to class, they have a substitute teacher, and the substitute teacher's like, "Look, like rips apart heroes because they don't." She basically does the same thing that Daredevil bitches about in his book this week, where she's like, "They don't do enough. All they do is beat people up and put and them in prison, and then they escape." Or we put them in a psychiatric institute and they just get out and we don't even fucking bother with them. We don't we don't attack the root cause. And she's kind of saying this to this to the students while Billy's in in class and 
Um, later on, he turns into Shazam, and uh, her apartment building catches fire, and he rescues all of them. And they, he's like, "Look, I gotta leave, but oh uh, wait, you know what? Why don't we get like some some burgers or whatever?" And, and if they, he wanted to, he could have tapped that ass. Probably could have, yeah. Like um, she was like wanting it, uh, but. You know, he kind of relates with her for a little bit and realizes that her kind of tough facade is just kind of a, a defense barrier that she puts up and that, you know, maybe he should have listened to her. And he does, you know, repeat some of the words that she said back to him or that she said to him back to her when he's consoling her. Um, and I, I guess it was just, I don't know. I it, had it, one it, problem with this. So now, now if he whispers Shazam, he doesn't change. Because he says Shazam twice in this, and one time is in class, and it's like, wait, why is he not changing? And then he even like says it later. He's like, yeah, if I say it with purpose or if I say it too hard, I'll I'll change. Um, I don't like that. That's fucking stupid. It's a Shazam book. I mean, this was this was a good one. This was a one-off story, and I think the book's canceled after this. So, uh, this was a good self-contained story. I really liked it. I mean, it was the, a- the message was was good. Um. The only problem I had with it was this panel right here. His hand is fucking gigantic. It's literally, he could wrap his entire hand around her torso if he wanted to when he's flying her back home or whatever. Back to her, I guess not home because her home burned down, but to his, her sisters or whatever. I did like the Aquaman and him. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, I was just getting a giant robot head out. People just throw them in yeah, like Yeah, but and- it was like he asked him like, hey, do we have a, a greater responsibility to actually help in other ways rather than just by beating the bad guys and Batman's like or I mean uh, Aquaman's just like oh I think a whale is calling me I have to go and just fucking leaves <laughs> that was pretty funny um, yeah that whole exchange was pretty good yeah I mean the book was good but I'm I mean out of nowhere it wasn't a Jeff Johns writing this one and it's the end of the Shazam run so I don't know what the purpose of it was but I guess it was hastily cancelled so now is that first before that? Yes. Okay. So Flash 762. The um, final Josh Williamson story. The final one. He's, he was the, the longest tenured writer on an ongoing series since Rebirth started because he was on Flash since the beginning. It would have been, what, 108? Something like that, yeah. Um, This was good uh, just because I... It was cheesy. It was kind of predictable. Um, Barry's chasing down Reverse Flash, and he's like, "Look, we're gonna be in this race forever. I mean, I keep going because you keep going, and I and you keep going because I keep going, and nothing's ever gonna stop." Um, and Barry just kind of is like, "Look, I I I'm not gonna kill you, and in fact, I forgive you for everything you've done." Um, he's like, "You know, I needed a lightning rod, and and you know, I don't want to get caught up in all this forever, so I'll be your lightning rod, and." Reverse Flash like, nope, that's not going to work. Fuck you for even trying to do that bullshit hero thing and tries to charge at him and kill him. But Flash vibrates at the last second and basically... Gives him a little bit of his speed force. Yeah, and it, well, he kind of... Uh, he grounds him, basically. Almost removes his powers, and he's like, look... Because the Reverse Flash was able to come back every time because he was, in and of himself, a paradox, and he was outside of the time stream. This grounded him back into the time stream... And Barry realizes, or, or put it all up to fucking chance like Barry normally does, and he kind of dissolves, like, Reverse Flash just kind of disintegrates into the Speed Force, 
and later on it he shows up he's kind of the curator of the Flash Museum in the 25th century. So everything the reverse Flash has ever done is still in history. But no one knows who he was. But he was done while he was still an anomaly and couldn't be affected by the time stream. And now that the time stream has been kind of, his time stream has been kind of regrounded, he's just back to being, I don't know why he's rehabilitated and not super jealous of the Flash, but he's just kind of back to his original job, which... Because the Flash visited him. It was and, kind and of gave a, him a little fucking quick candy and went and visited his yeah. kids and fucking he's now it, this it's was a fucking big, awful. It was a big retcon to, to Everton because for, for you liking for you being such a big reverse flash fan, I read this I'm like, oh I explained to what happened to Paul and the words out of his mouth is oh, Josh is absolutely gonna fucking hate that. I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Because one, you are so infuriating. Sometimes I want to take your head look, and just like slam it against. I the like ground. the Flash because he's able to redeem the villains every once in a while. Um, and at the end, at the, at but Williamson this isn't set gonna this up. Last. No, it's not. I, I, that's why. I, look, he was either gonna fucking kill him, or he needed to do this fucking bullshit. You know, hug it out sort of thing. Um, and, and then, I'm fine with. And didn't I'm, the Reverse Flash show up in? In death metal already? Wasn't he a part of all that? I don't know. I don't think so. But even if he was, it occurred before he got grounded. No, no. So, death metal happens definitively after this, though. Yeah, but we're dealing with people that can travel through time. So even if the first Flash shows up again in the future, it could be a portion of the reverse Flash that is still separated from the timeline. It could be an easy way for them to bring him back. Obviously, he's going to come back. I mean, everyone fucking comes fucking back. Stupid. Didn't have a problem with this. Um, in fact, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the only problem I did have was at the end when Flash is leaving the party or going into the house after the part during the party, and he's talking to someone, and it's revealed to be like the ghost of his mom. Like he's having fucking Batman fucking Alfred apparitions or some shit. That was weird. But um everything else I didn't have a problem with. This was this was very this was a very flash kind of cornball story that, you know, I that's why I read the book. Well, speaking of another flash story, Dark Knight's Death Metal Speed Metal one shot, which was also written by uh Williamson. Williamson, yep. So isn't this the last issue by Williamson on the Flash. Well, not this. <laughs> his last Flash story. Yeah. Um. This is my off, pick of the. This is my pick of the week. This was a. I was like, this was pretty good. This is my runner-up for pick of the week. This was excellent. Well, this is this. This would be my DC pick of the week because it's the only thing I read from DC this week. <laughs> but uh, kind of goes through Wally's history, how he was forgotten, and the Doctor Manhattan thing. They even give it a little doomsday clock feel in the front and uh and then explaining what's going on with metal and everything and even uh touches on um the one you didn't like uh heroes in crisis yeah and um which i thought was oh okay that was that was pretty cool and they're running <laughs> they're from running from the multi dark multi multiverse versus, versions of the of the black flash yeah um, or dark flashes, or whatever they call them. And um, so they're. And they're did this happen in Death Metal? No. Where they no. were starting to chase them, or. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Because they want. It, uh, the, the Darkest Night or the Batman Who Laughs 
wants to harvest all the anti-crisis energy and Wally's chock full of stuff um, because he exists. And his existence right. is basically... It, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And that's why he wants to get him. He's getting, they're getting gained on by the dark flashes, so Wally basically pulls an ace out of his sleeve and says this, the speed force equation that you know Jesse Quick and Ish is known for and stuff, and it freezes time around them for a few minutes so they can talk, yeah, and, talk things and over. Get a come game up with plan. a plan. Yeah. And conveniently, they stopped right in front of the, the Flash Museum. Conveniently. Um, I'm sure Wally planned that out. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's a fucking it's a flash fact it's that a it's it's book. it's a lightning rod for them. Sure. Um, um, I liked how Barry and Wally bicker for a bit, and then Jay's like, "Look, enough of this shit. It's fucking stupid that you guys are bickering. You guys are like the best friends in the goddamn universe. Yep. You make Batman and Superman look like fucking mortal enemies. Just smacks them upside the head." And. Uh, they go inside, and um, you know Wally's like, or Barry's like, look, Wally's complained that he's always been running behind Barry, and he's and he and Barry's like, look, man, you're the the best of us. So the speed for, something we don't see often enough is when the speed force manifests clothing. It, it was a big thing in in Wade's run. It needs to be a big thing again. But they get death metal outfits, and yep. I liked all of them. Uh, Jay looked like he was in some sort of fucking like '80s grunge band. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Wallace West's outfit kind of looked like the future version of his outfit from New Fifty Two, when, when Barry, the, oh, e- yeah, the evil yeah. blueberry from the future, came back, and there because it it because it, it kind of had that sort of. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, 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 it's. I I didn't think of that, but yeah, definitely. And then Barry's was similar to when he was becoming the Black Flash, and. Mm-hmm. It didn't really make a difference. They didn't really need new clothing, but uh, they decide to rather than run from these things, just run at them. And their plan is to uh, get to where are they going? I don't even remember. Oh, they wanted to get. Uh, oh, they wanted to get to the Mobius chair, which is yeah. which is in uh, the Justice League or something like that. And then they want to get it to uh, Wonder Woman because she'll know what to do. But they're gaining on him. Uh, Jay falls back first. Then Wallace West falls back, and it's just Barry and Wally, and, and Barry's like, look, we're not going to make it. talking about Wally's... Is this when he's having a, the monologue where he's always been following Barry? Well, no, they had that back at the museum, but now Barry's kind of doing his side where he's like, look, oh, yeah. you're I in the lead he, now, yeah. and you're the one that's going to win this for us, so I'm going to do so what he, what I always do, which is sacrifice myself by giving you my energy so you can make this fucking race. And uh, he runs so fast that, again... Speed Four manifests clothing, and he gets his original Flash suit during the Wade run with the white eyes and everything. Well, and that was yeah. fucking awesome. Um, and he makes it to the uh, the chair in time, just as the Darkest Night is uh, is laughing and always like, "Oh, go according to my plan," because I'm Batman or whatever the fuck. But um, you know, he throws up the metal sign, which sure, it's metal, uh, and he gets pulled into the Speed Force. And everybody's there. Like he did, um, yeah, and everyone's there. And they're like, look, this happened to you before when, um, you know, before Barry pulled you back out. But, you know, with the Mobius chair and with, with us working together, we can we can get out of here whenever we want. So, you know, if we do this as a team, we'll have no problem. And this was amazing. Like, this was the most, f- this was so good. 
This was the best this, Flash this, thing I've read probably was, since Rebirth. And this felt like a Flash story, like a good yes. Flash story. Yeah. It didn't feel over-encumbered by the whole death metal thing. Um, you could probably read this without having any knowledge of the death metal thing, and the only thing confusing is just why is a blue suit, but beyond that, I mean, this was this was incredible, so... All righty. On to... No, no. What are you doing? Oh, I thought, that, I thought that was the last... Hope at World's End. Number I thought 10. that was the last DC book. Don't think. You're no good at it. I'm, I'm hitting the wall, so... What do you think of this? I mean, it's right on par with this Hope at World's End thing. Like, at the end of the day, you know who's dead, who's alive yet, and it's kind of inconsequential. Uh, this felt kind of dopey. Like, oh. everything was... Before that reason, exactly, but also it just felt really predictable. Um, oh, with Adam Smasher. Yeah, I mean... Like, being 200 feet tall, and Black Adam's just like, okay, I'll fly through you. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how many more of these there are to go. I mean, it's nice. It fills in some of the blanks. It's a decent read. It's a quick read, so I'm not going to stop reading it. I think that's it for me. That's yeah. all I have for DC. All right. Now on to ind- independence. All righty. Um, yeah, you got it up. Gidgen. I guess you and I can talk sure, about Gidgen we'll Falls, to- number 25. Jamie, I have bad news. I really. I think we only have two or three more issues. This is ending at the end of the year. That's what I've seen, yeah. Yeah. We Um, have a poster up. (laughs) They sent us a poster saying this is the end. I was like, wait, what? I think um, it might be issue 28. Which would explain why this kind of isn't your traditional anniversary. Like, I was expecting this to be, this again, very quick read. Um, It's kind of getting... Well, it's how we're ending because now all the Gideon Falls worlds are merging. Merging again, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we, well, we're, we're definitely towards an end because now we're starting to see main characters get killed off. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the mainest of characters, our first character that was introduced in this whole series. Yeah. Um, he, uh, but he knew that's what was going to happen when, uh, zoo gets back to them. They're building another one of the machines and they're like, listen, he knew he knew what was going to happen. He basically knew he was going to. It was a little sad when he. Uh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Um, this was excellent. This whole series. Yep. I have like three or four different people hooked on this series. Now, the fact that Josh just doesn't like this series is mind boggling. But this was excellent. Yeah, this was really good. You can tell it's uh, coming to an end. Josh. Uh, Bliss, number three. Anyone else read this? Yes. Holy fuck. Yes. Um, nothing really happens. Other than well, that, it's revealed that the father was planning on killing, was asked to kill his child, who was the one he saved in the first place, and then said, no, I, I mean, I, I can kill my wife, though. And the kid overhears it, and him and his wife, him and his mom escape, escape to, you know, relatives, but he ends up finding them. But he doesn't want to do it, though, because that's why but he wants But to, he has to. Well, that's why he's chugging But he ha- they're making him do it because she's getting too close. Well, he's basically sold his soul to the devil in, in yeah. the form of uh, but his But isn't she, she's, it's something with her job, right? That I she's getting too close to revealing the leith or lith? Probably. But at the, at the same time, it's kind of for you to get more bliss you need to do this and it's like 
why don't you just blow your brains out at that point? Like, Yeah, I mean, he got what he wanted, which was to save his kid, but now he's still doing the job, which yeah. makes him a fucking asshole. And he's just chugging bliss while he's like, yeah, I'll kill my wife. Well, um, he's doing it. He's coming after. There, she went. They went to uh, hide out at their grandparents her, her, or whatever. Yeah, her mom's or something. Well, or, it seems yeah. like the bliss wears off. That if you don't take yeah. it, you get start regaining all those memories. Yeah, you start and, being and haunted by the ghosts that. And apparently, he saw a ghost of his dead wife. So I guess he ends up killing her at some point. Because I mean, there the main character down at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a kid. The kid is is grown up in in the the main timeline. Right. Um. With these turtle people, which apparently there's only one turtle person left. Right, I don't care about. I don't care about. Yeah. I don't even know why they exist. Why did we even have the turtle people? If there's yet another higher tier of these god things, and they're all already dead by the third issue, except for, you know, the more turtly one. I don't know. I'll Are probably keep... turtly enough for the turtle club. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still intrigued. I'm I'm not. Undiscovered country number eight. Our final image book of the week. I don't think anyone else has any other image. Not this week. Okay. No. Um, at least we're getting answers. I thought we got a lot of answers and in this I, one. I like this one that it's not like you're trying to figure out. Like, this lays it kind of all out on the line. Like, this was a big kind of, okay, and we, was we some of this enough. Was some of this kind of revealed in the backstory stuff? I have no now, idea. There's way too much backstory stuff. Yeah, and now I... I do want to sort of if I get time coming up, I'm I want to try and reread all of it all together because I think it might. Oh, I think this will read very, but better. This is, so this is obviously going to be a very kind of drawn out series because they're going to have to w- walk through all thirteen uh, parts of the spiral. They need to walk the spiral. And right. This is so the second one. Each zone runs time differently. Yes. So they think the closer they get to the center, will time will be normal. And, and they'll be able to get out, get out yeah. from there. Yeah. Um, I liked everything about which, it. Which is a good theory. But then, of course, at the end, the uh, what what the hell is he called? The. Um, who's our big bad? What's his. Um, oh, he same thing as the previous lands were. Um, Destiny Man. Destiny Man, yes. Because the last area was Destiny, and this he one gets, is he gets through the, the train tunnels. <laughs> so this is this is basically like this is what this is what the ultra like far out hippie liberals kind of say the world can be. There's no trifle or anything like that, and if they think it, it becomes a thing. Like where the last one was like. Basically, if you take away if you take away any kind of law enforcement, it delves into the Mad Max world. So I think each one of these is going to be kind of a different world. political yeah. take, so to speak. Um, and we do find out about another one of the world's uh, transcendence. Maybe was one of the worlds they talked about. Because like, oh, well, the, you know, oh, you think this is crazy? Wait till. Oh, you know what? We have one more image book. Uh, the goddamn vir- the Virgin Pride Brides number three. Oh, see, you're sitting in the Dave chair. It happens. Yep. This was good. I don't know if anyone else is still reading this or not. This is really good. Uh, these kids are badass. I think um, it was just you and Dave reading it from the start. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of more the same. They end up. Uh, they're still running from you know the warrior women and and the nuns, and they encounter a snake that can talk. And it, it kind of makes it seem like it's 
in his ulterior motives, like almost kind of like the, the serpent in you know the Garden of Eden or whatever. But they end up killing it, um, and killing pretty much everything else they encounter, and they make it to the end of kind of where they think the rest of the world is, where it's revealed that you know these warrior women capture them as infants and bring them to the the crazy nun women or whatever. Uh, but when they finally make it to the edge of the land, uh, that they think will will then you know take them to the rest of the the world, they're kind of blocked by this gigantic canyon and these huge fucking mountains. And they're like, well, if God is real, then he can go fuck himself. And that's kind of where it, where it ends. But uh, it's still really good. I'm really enjoying this 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 series. I, I don't know what the... the I, I haven't read the main series yet. Apparently this is spun off of, but I, I probably should. That's, you mean that's the first me. one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the goddamn or whatever. Yeah. All righty. Um, From Dark Horse, the world of Black Hammer... Gold Digger and Skeleton Boy, number four. And Josh has actually caught up on this series with me now. Yeah, finally. Um, I mean, this is the Punisher of this world. Um, The big reveal in this is kind of what's been teased, is that he is, in fact, the son of... Of Grim Jim. Of Grim Jim. And then also, he was kind of the Robin for this uh, red... What was the, the guy's name? The Tex. red... Texas' yeah. name, but he was called like the Red Cape or something like that. Yeah, something um, like that. And he was kind of like the Batman. And Skull Digger was kind of his Robin, but he was called, I don't know, Mouse Boy or Al- Rat. Alley Rat. Alley Rat. Um, so he's trying to get back to Grim Jim because he wants to kill Grim Jim. Grim Jim has captured Tex and is torturing him so that he will tell him where Skull Digger is at. And he tells him you know he's at this butcher shop grim jim pays a visit and uh cuts the guy's head off this text guy puts it in like the the meat display so when uh skull digger and skeleton boy get back there then you know they realize that this guy's dead and uh grim jim shows up as this, the cops finally tracking them down as well yeah the, the the one cop who is a really good character i think uh even though i can't remember her name um, she tracks him down independently as well using just, you know, her detective skills. But um, she shoots at Grim Jim at the same time Grim Jim shoots at Skull Digger. And, you know, I think they're both left laying on the floor bleeding at the end of the issue. Um, so. And the uh, thing at the end is uh, Skeleton Boy is handcuffed. Yeah, because she knows who the boy is from the previous issues and she yeah. wants to basically return him to child protective services because his kid er, he's basically the Batman character yeah because his parents were killed I, I'm wondering and then the Joe I, kill character Joe so kill character I'm whatever. wondering now obviously uh, Skull Digger isn't dead because it was revealed in an earlier book that uh, Skeleton Boy actually kills him I think that was the end of like book two it was revealed Oh, I don't know. I mean, I literally read all of this I'm like pretty, today. Yeah, I'm pretty. And I don't remember I'm pretty that. sure that was a reveal in one of them that he would be the reason that. So I don't know if maybe he's going to get turned. By I Grim don't think Jim. either of them dead because are dead because Grim Jim is a demon. Yep. And that makes Skulldinger half demon, so they're probably going to have some sort of regenerative healing factor of some sort. Um. But uh, it was good. Aftershock Comics Miles to Go Number One. 
this would be my indie pick of the week this week. This yeah. was excellent. I really this, enjoyed this. This was such a pleasant surprise. I did not expect so this we're to go where to it went. Like, well, it's the, I, 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 the first page is wonderful. Because well, it we, starts but, off but with, you see this, this woman. Yeah. This has been in all the previews for yeah. the last, like, two months. But she's kind of interrogating the guy. He's not one of them. It's a little girl. Well, and, it, yeah. it we find out it's a little yeah. girl on the second page. Yeah. And she, the little girl, blow, well, junior high girl mm. or whatever, great. They, they, she, said, they said, like, a preteen or an early yeah. teen. And she, that's her first kill. Um, we find out later she goes. She, she, she wakes goes. up. Uh, she's evidently thinking about this in a dream, and her daughter is like, you know, looking for pancakes. Was that her first Atten. kill? Yes. Yes. Because yes. she didn't really seem to be phased by it at all whatsoever. Is it her? Well, I don't think it was her first kill, but like it establishes that she was she's working with this older guy this. who. Well, she's work. Yeah, this, this guy's yeah. training her. I don't know if you ever read body bags, but they kind of have a, yeah. a, a a clown face and a and a panda relationship yeah. a little bit. Other than the fact that they're not related, but um, but then and we flash we, forward and and the woman now older. has her own child, and she is fucking ripped. Yes, she's built like a she's built like a linebacker. Yes, I love that. I thought that was fucking great. I thought the art was really good because she looked like one of those big female bodybuilder, you know. Types yeah, and the and guy that up. she worked with when she killed that guy is, on is now on his deathbed. She gets and a phone call from she goes him, to and visit they go to the, him at the hospital, and they all go. But then we have Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, these, <laughs> so to speak. These, NSA. They're from the NSA. There's security. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or CIA. Is it NSA? NSA. Because right, at yeah, the yeah. end they say, "Oh, they never want to share with the NSA." And um, but they so go and they she basically talks to yeah she talks to him for him a while and, and she says of, that hey I've been thinking about you know that uh, that that particular kill we get in the first but one, one but anyways one of the NSA officers kills him they steal a glass that she was drinking from and they take it back to the crime lab and they're like they're like oh holy shit and they're like wait Codis hit already like no this. We yeah, when they scan, when they but scan for DNA, you're, you're another... skipping over the one part where they're they're talking in the hospital bed, and she's like kind of going through. Yeah, I've been thinking about this, and, and he just looks over. You know, I'm dying, right? <laughs> I thought. Well, you can relate to that, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, there was. But so uh, yeah, she they they run a they run a DNA check, and apparently before they check everybody's DNA, they have a, a small list of like, like 100, 100 people. people that are like the worst of the worst, and they're like, holy shit. They, 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 yeah. And yeah. At, at the same time, uh, well, that's other... why he's. But he's getting because he stays behind. The yeah. other guy goes in and tries to, to kill him and take him out. And the old guy's dying still puts has up, puts up a hell of a fight. Yeah. Um. But then this other this and other then, this other like middle of the no nowhere redneck gets call and it's like, uh huh. Oh, like a hitman. But I think he goes, it, I think it's the son to uh, the guy in the hospital because he's kind of getting informed of how he died. Yeah, Maybe. so they got kind of similar hair in that they don't have a whole lot. But he looks very similar to how the old man looked yeah, yeah, yeah. when he was younger. And then uh she, They're back they're back home her our and her main ca- our main character is about to go out on not a date, but with her husband who they've kind of separated it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Um and as she opens the door someone's th- there. They well, I think it's the hit guy. Well, well no, we don't no. somebody's so, there. So here's my theory. He he pulls out a gun. She tells her daughter to run. 
but, then, but maybe just, the, maybe the hit we, guy we kills the guy. Blank. I think the, the hit guy. I think the hit guy takes out the, who's ever at the door. Exactly. Because if you notice, if he shoots right there, that next panel, that little girl's face would be covered in blood. Yeah, and, and it I didn't think, show the hit guy is definitely wearing like a wife beater, and in the in the the silhouette of the guy with the gun, well, he has a hoodie. It seems yeah. so. Yeah, I think I think he saved. But him. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out because when you look at next issue, <laughs> they kind of spoil it already that she doesn't she doesn't die. Yeah, yeah, because they're fleeing their pursuers. <laughs> this, yeah. this was uh, this was very this good. Is, yeah, pleasant surprise. This, this yeah, I was not expecting that with this as I was going. And our main character is uh, she's Indian. Yeah, as as the NSA guy says. You know, red not dot. that red dot Indian. <laughs> Another number one from our friends at Boom, Unkindness of Ravens. Yes. Great concept. I, I think this is going to go places. Um, uh, I don't think it's a series for everyone. We get, and everything's laid out in the beginning, like uh, so, what's going on so with this, kinda, what the Ravens are. And yeah, it's like so that the Ravens are set. basically, the, when the witch trials went on, they're the, uh, they're the witches that got away. Um and then all these prominent families are basically the ones that have run the town ever since. This new girl moves into town who looks exactly like a missing girl. Right. Gets her locker. And she and kinda she, she kinda show seems to pick the kind of the ravens who are like the goth girls well, there's, over the populace. Yeah, there's there's again, they're clicks and they're fighting for well, they're fighting for the attention of the new girls yeah. and then she, at the end she ends up Picking ravens, uh, seeing what's going on with the ravens. So I enjoyed this. I'll, I'll keep we'll, reading we'll it. See where it goes. It's not something that I'm gonna pick up. Well, you have a the the only sort of interesting thing that you had at the end is the one you know the one girl she goes they they tell her oh you know everything oh so you picked you know like 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 they had a spy cam yeah. on her and she's like how did you know all of this stuff and the one girl has an eye patch and she lifts it up and we see bright light she goes i see everything and that's how the last page went so. uh final book of the week i think the only one that you and dave are the only ones reading this i think yeah, I'm, I'm off i couldn't i couldn't get past first issue really i, I like the first I issue i just like fell it. off i didn't haven't caught up yet oh so. this is <sighs> this is so good this reminds me a lot of middle west this gives me middle west vibes what is this this is wind number four um this one as they're escaping the bandage man catches up to them uh, they're able to jump off the boat and keep kind of keep it on cruise control so it keeps going and they go out of side shoot um the wind he kind of confesses you know hey i have a crush on the gardener's son and he's like gardener's son's like dude and he's like i'm a normal person and uh they're waiting to go to the, this uh they meet up with one of the wildlings and he's flying them each individually to this boat that is from the uh, king's uncle to try to get him out. So the whole point of this is under this, no matter what, the dying wish of the king cannot be backed out of by his predecessor. And uh, the, the prince wants to end all the blood laws. So if he disappears until his dad dies, he won't have that final wish and he can undo the blood laws. Um, and then Wynn goes off to kind of um, take the bandage man off the trail. It was a very good book. I enjoyed it. Um, again, this definitely is one that will read great as a trade because that's how it was intended to be published. All righty. 
Well, that was it for books this week. Next week uh, will be slightly lighter, I believe, because there's not a ton of titles. Not as a podcast. We're going to be much heavier. I think Dave's going to be back, so. Right. You mean like more books or that we're physically going to be heavier as a collective with Dave? Uh, It's um, per capita weight. (laughs) Um, On to Meteor. Berserker by Keanu Reeves was pushed back till 2021. What? What? That was just announced this morning. I put in my orders. Yep, not anymore. Originally set to release October 7th. It is now delayed for four months. Wow, that's uh, cutting it pretty close. That's that's crazy. Um, John Cena is evidently going to be G.I. Joe. That makes sense. He's the perfect so person. So evidently, for it. yeah, they're gonna. He's playing a uh, peacekeeper in the Suicide Squad stuff, right? Yes. I think he's even getting his own. Like, there's a spinoff with him or something like that. I think something like that. Sure. I like John Cena. Terry Moore is going to uh, write a spinoff comic uh, based off of Rachel Rising. That was one of the other comics that was pretty hot because it got a movie deal uh aldous hodge is set to play hawkman in dc films black adam um there's heavy rumors that tom cruise is going to be in the doctor strange uh sequel as iron man from a different world oh all right Uh, i can see it Creep shows getting an animated treatment while they're in between seasons and stuff. Um, that's from uh, Greg Nicotero. That was actually, they were actually pretty decent. Um, Black Widow, Eternals, and Shang-Chi all delay their release until deep into 2021. Uh, looks like, yeah. Yeah, July. Yeah, it looks like there's, it looks like Shang-Chi's going to be scheduled to hit July because they moved Black Widow to May. Uh, first weekend, uh, first Saturday of May, like free comic day weekend, if that's going to be a thing. Did you guys see the trailer for uh, WandaVision? No, that that was last week, I think, or over the weekend, right? Yeah, but we haven't recorded since then. No, I'm, I'm just saying, but that's when, that's when it came yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, looks okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Eternals. Eternals looks like November. Of 2021. And I think that's all I have for Meteor this week. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Is there any he dead that we know? Oh, there's a big one. Ah, what a rush. Road Warrior Animal died at 60. Uh, I think 60 Did was... we talk about Lee Kerslick? I don't know if we did. Uh, uh, yeah, Joe Laurinaitis. I think he was 60 or 61. Um, but again, heavily influenced by... And they've stated that for years. Like, their whole persona is heavily influenced by... Um, I think the Marauders, they took. They said they got... It when the Marauders were first introduced in, like, the 80s. Kind of that spiked vest kind of look. But, uh, yeah, Lee Kerslick. Some of the most popular wrestlers of all time. That's why they still say, you know, 
nothing like a Legion of Doom pop. Yeah. Uh, so Lee, Lee Kerslick was uh, 73, so he was the drummer for Uriah Heep, and then after he left them, he went to Ozzy, and he's on the first two Ozzy albums with Randy yeah, I Rhodes. Yeah, did, I did see that one. I didn't know if we did that one or not. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think we did, um, which, of course, those are the two Ozzy albums that actually matter. Um, uh, Moonraker villain Michael Lonsdale, he was 89. Uh, and a, and how about a he alive, Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks looks human again. Yeah, he was struggling with like uh, heroin, heroin addiction and, and looked like death. I think we talked about that when uh, they announced the. I Mighty showed Ducks I showed uh, a friend oh, of mine like yeah. the comparison picture, and they're like, "Holy fuck!" Like he, like he looks like an older version of Goldberg now. Like yes, uh, this he's recognizable. This now. dentist just did all custom teeth for him. He's been. 290 days sober or something at this point. So good for him. Uh, I thought we I thought we talked about that recently. I maybe I just I'm just thinking back to when I talked to it about a friend. Yeah. Uh Jackie Stallone, Sylvester's mom. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. 98. Yeah. I Yeah. Known best for uh being Frank Stallone's mom. Well, you know, hey. <laughs> that, that's okay. I think that might be, yeah, I think that's pretty much what I got. Yep. All righty then. All right. All right. So, until we meet again, fellas, we have a lot of books to talk about. We have a Three Jokers book to talk about. Paul's Pick of the Week. I set it on the shelf when I walked in today. I look forward to that review. <laughs> The big question is, will be, will there be three Jokers in this one? Because what we won't question is the argument that will ensue after and while we review That's that book. That's the whole reason I'm showing up. <laughs> there will be no question about that. Will there be an argument? Fuck yeah. 100%. <laughs> but that's a good thing. If it, again, if it was a podcast of the four like-minded individuals, oh, it, we and it four, will be four people. We could just do it with one person, but uh, we have differing opinions. That much is clear. Thank you for listening. I am the Maestro. Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. I'm differing opinion, Josh. I like that one. I thought you were Josh Nugs. It no, changes. he was never Josh Nugs. <laughs> that was you. No. I like different, differing opinions. <laughs> yeah, differing opinions. Let's go with him. Differing. <laughs> be good to each other. And be safe. <laughs>